Hello, everyone. It is October 8th, and you are listening to the best PALcast. My name is BJ Guest, and I'm joined, as always, by my best friend and spooky pal, Griffin Reynolds. <laughs> you like my spooky my I thought you were just going to go. How about that for an intro? Hi, pal. Like How are you? I'm good, bud. How are you? I'm doing great. Oh, there was some hesitation in that great, but that's fine. Um, yeah, there's a little bit of hesitation. <laughs> <laughs> the man got you down. Yeah, the man's got me. Uh, uh. Too much work and no play makes Griff a tired boy. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, how about that? All right, sleepy boy. I like how we adjusted in our chairs at the same we time. Did, we did, didn't like, we? Well, that was pretty great. Just kind of get this back on, on track. <laughs> so, Griffin. What have you been up to? What have you been playing? What have you been watching? Um, So, since I mentioned this last week, um, I'm happy to say that I have been playing Untitled Goose Game. All right. You're still liking it? Honk. 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 It's like the Mighty Ducks, except for geese. Um, (laughs) So... There's something wrong. There's something wrong. Like with the Mighty tonight. Ducks, except for geese. <laughs> like the Dollar Tree equivalent. Oh, it. That's <laughs> so funny. Um, so I think this game has a stellar review already because it is the one game that I've shown to Amy that has made her audibly laugh. Really? I was like, we were like sitting in the airport. I'm like, hey. Watch me play this game as a goose. She's like, what are you talking about? So I give her a a headphone and start messing with the gardener guy. And she just starts dying laughing. She's like, this is hilarious. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. Would you, would you describe your wife as a a gamer? Absolutely not. Do you think this might be the game to get her into it? Because my wife also is not a gamer. She tries. Bless her spirit. No, she does. Megan tries. Yeah. Shout out to Megan. Shout out to Megan. She said she's going to be my partner in Pokemon. Let's go. I left her. Left her in the dust. Yeah. I told Amy I wanted to play. We were like, yeah, we're going to play together. Like, she was actually excited. And then, yeah. nope. Nope. I mean, <laughs> I got to get my gems. I got my, my badges, girl. I can't wait mm-hmm. on you trying to figure out what a sandstorm do. Yep. But my question is, do you think this game or maybe like this type of game is something that would be in your wife's like something she could like get her into gaming. If that makes sense. I think that if she made the effort to sit down and play it, Mm -hmm. I think that that would definitely be a step in the right direction. It's getting her to choose that over like watching Netflix or something. Ah, so just the competition. Does that make sense? Yeah. That plus Amy's Stupid, like busy, busy. Both yeah. of you guys are the most busy people I've ever <laughs> met. You're like, yeah, I ain't seen Amy in like three weeks. It's fine though. We're both really busy. Oh, that, no, I mean, that was when she was in Africa. Oh, you know. <laughs> yeah, love knows no uh, distance. Yeah, um, no, but we are super busy. But yeah, um, I still try to find time to play games because it's a way I relax and mm-hmm. enjoy my time. 
Um, but Goose Game itself has been going great. Um, it's super charming, super funny. You kind of like make you you make your own fun, in my opinion. It's mm-hmm. so much fun. Um, I kind of watched a lot of people play that first level with the gardener, so I kind of blew through that really fast, but right. still really enjoyed it. And I'm mm-hmm. into the second area. Okay. Um, it's really fun. Is it is it like Scribble Knots where you ever played Scribble Knots before? Where you yeah. Is mm-hmm. it so? I understand that an Untitled Goose game is you are a goose. You have these challenges like rake in the lake or stuff like that. Do you? Is there only like one set way to solve the puzzle, or no. is it like Scribble Knots um, where you can draw in T Rex and whatever your imagination lets you do, you can do to solve? First off, they need to make more Scribble Knots games. God, yes, they do. Because uh, I love those games. Um, I still have one on my phone. I play it every uh, now and again. Mm-hmm. But I think that you just have to be creative mm-hmm. uh, with the ways to solve the puzzle. Like one of them that was kind of hard for me is that you had to get the gardener to wear his other hat, which means you had to get the hat he was wearing off his head. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen other people do it certain ways. And the way I did it was like, you do this one thing and you make him hit his thumb with a hammer and then okay. he falls down. So I made him do that. And then I took the hat off his head. But you have to do it when he's like yeah. first falling down because if he sees you take it, he's coming after you. Like a dirty. Goose. So it's kind of it's kind of a. So, but I've seen other people do it a different way too. So it's kind of like here's these challenges. Be creative in how to do them. Okay. And but there's not unlimited ways to do it. You know, kind of like what yeah. Scribble Knots is. <laughs> That's yeah, a little bit different. Um, I I had more fun in Scribblenauts and like the free play mode, just seeing like what what is in here. Oh right, like when, what were? What are they going to stop me? <laughs> oh yeah, I love that I about Scribblenauts. I'm like, what word can I put in here that they don't have? I had a battle of angels and demons at one point. It was pretty oh wow, great. yeah. So, Untitled Goose Game, honking yes. it up, honking it. it up, honk honk. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, <clears throat> when I got to the title screen of the game, I really wanted to take a pic. I took a picture of my phone mm-hmm. of my um, Switch when I was in the airport. And I literally just tweeted out the picture and I just said, honk. <laughs> nice. It was good. <sighs> I think I like that one. Put a little heart on it. What else Put have you been on. playing, my bud? Um, the <clears throat> second game I want to mention is actually I've been playing it through the Apple Arcade, uh-huh. which we which we talked about last week. Yeah. Um, I've really been enjoying that Apple Arcade, just kind of going through and finding mm-hmm. worthwhile games that I can literally just download and try without having to. Like I've already paid the subscription fee. Right, you don't have to buy anything else right i'm not like looking up online be like is this game any good is it worth a couple bucks like blah blah right right um i just like download i'm like what's this like if i turn on don't like it whatever just delete it yeah um but i have been playing what the golf (laughs) and i first off i want to preface this i love virtual golf games really like any of these, so I have this. I have this game on my phone. It's called Desert Golf, okay. And it is a literal, uh, procedurally generated endless two D golf game. Oh, it is. I mean, it's literally the two color palettes are orange 
for the background and white for the golf ball. And that's it. And the flags just continuously in different places. And the, the terrain is different for mm-hmm. each, for each hole. And you just try to get it to the, I mean, is I love those type of games. Really? So this games really fit a niche into what I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And it turned everything I love about these games on its head at the same time. And I don't know how this game gets away with a lot of what it does because it, re- it, up until this point of where I am in the game, it has referenced six other games that I have played. Really? Like, I mean, and just like, oh my God, they're referencing that? Like, it's just <laughs> kind of... Mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil it because I know you are also playing this yeah, game. I am three minutes in. I downloaded it on my Mac before we started recording. It is... It's goofy. It's yeah. very goofy goofy you know it starts off with just hit the ball in the hole i'm like okay golf then the next one is i'm hitting myself into the thing (laughs) and at first i was like i i broke something oh no i got it did i and now and i like drag and drop the little power bar thing yep yep. and it, it was my little dude flopping around i was like oh this was what was supposed to happen yeah, um, I um, just started the <clears throat> barn. I'm a barn. <laughs> yes, I, I love that one. It's there's one. It's like moving day, and you load all the pieces of like boxes and stuff into a moving truck, mm-hmm. and it takes off. And then you're the house, and you have to flip the house <laughs> pat behind the moving truck, and then get it to the new yard. It's so stupid. Um, and. What I like about it is that each hole you're doing, you're like beating them. You're like, yeah, this is good. But if you go back into each hole, there's like the easy, which is like the first one you beat, which just like clears the level. Right. But then there's a medium and the hard. And if you beat the hard, you get like the crown for that hole. This is like oh. you mastered that hole. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And I will advise you to do that. Like each hole that you do, just try to beat it all the way before moving on to the next one. Right. Um, Some replayability. I like that. Yeah, and each one, it's not like you're playing the same thing. It's a, it's a different take on each um, idea for that hole. Mm-hmm. Like they do something different every time. It is so smart, and you can tell they. I mean, there was there had to be just so many like like thought experiments and like you know brainstorming sessions and stuff like that because there's some wild stuff in that game. Cool, cool, cool. What the golf? And I'm playing on my phone, and I have not had any trouble. I was about to ask you, like, so for Apple Arcade, obviously on the Mac, I had to download, like, the app on my Mac. Is it the same for the phone? I'm assuming you download, and it's a separate app. Okay. Yeah, the Apple Arcade. Well, actually, I don't know. Let me see. I mean, like, each game is its own app? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Each game is its own app. Okay, no, because I, I thought at first, like, is it Apple Arcade and then through Apple Arcade do I access these games or is it just download straight from the App Store for free? So if you open the App Store on your iPhone, mm-hmm. on the bottom now it says Today Games, Apps, and then Arcade has its own little tab. And if you click Arcade, it takes you into the section of all the Apple Arcade games. And those download individually like an, like an app. Gotcha. Okay, so there's still... If you're playing the storage game like I've been playing for years, you still gotta mm-hmm. figure stuff out. <sighs> yep. Okay. 
Or just save up some more and buy the bigger size one. <laughs> That's honestly probably what's going to happen. Just I like the terabyte iPods, iPhones, please. Oh, well, you know, we've talked about my struggle of looking at iPads up to this point. And I'm like, and I'm like, I got to get the terabyte one. Duh. Duh. (laughs) I got lots of stuff to tell. Got to read all them comics. 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 Um, Okay. But that is mostly what I've been up to since I traveled this weekend. I did a lot Mm -hmm. of mobile gaming. Um, What have you been up to, pal? I have been watching. Mm. So watching a lot of movies is a lie this week. I've watched two movies of note and I've Mm -hmm. noted them here in my document um i saw joker okay i am not going to spoil anything for the people listening the only thing i'll say about it is that i left that theater with so much anxiety (laughs) um very good movie um i liked it a lot i'm very excited Mm -hmm. for you to watch it because i think one of our episodes for this month of spooktober which I think someone already coined the term Spooktober. Oh, a hundred percent. That okay. somebody has already. As done. long as we both understand what we're doing. Um, I have not. <laughs> um, if someone is mad that we're using that phrase, please email us at thebestpalcast at gmail dot Please. Um, <laughs> we will stop. <laughs> or we won't. Um, have your Have your lawyer send us a cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys, stop it. <laughs> um. But no, we're going to hopefully, if the stars align, have an episode talking about the Joker. We can get more into I think that, that will be next week. Ooh. So I'm planning on watching that um, either Thursday or Friday. So nice. You heard it here first, folks. Next Keep week. Ears open. The Joker. Um, um, so everybody get your viewing in. We will be going to spoilers like we like to do on those type uh, of breakdown episodes. Dive deep into spoilers. Um, so I watched Joker. Came home told my wife that it it didn't disturb me but it spooked me and so we watched toy story 4 as a family to kind of even myself out how was that i really liked toy story 4 good i liked have you seen it yet no i almost watched it on the plane ah dude it's i teared i teared no that's a lie i cried i cried one solidary tear at the end my wife looked at me, made fun of me, and that was it. Did um, you explain to her the connection that we have to this? Yeah, movies? no, I told her I was like these uh, these movies are as old, nearly as old as I am. Um, they came out in 1995. You know, I grew up watching these movies. I have this. I so I have a thing about movies and TV shows where there are a group of characters that go through stuff together, just like Andy's toys have gone through nearly 20. No. 20, oh, 20 plus years of struggles together. And when something happens, I get emotional. It happened to me for right. Toy Story. It happened to me in The Office and the final mm-hmm. episode and the same episode where people got married and they were dancing and I cried like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Tears of joy. Um, oh, you want to talk about... Oh, I'm sorry. You go ahead. No, 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 no. Tell me about the time you cried. <laughs> I'll stop right now. I saw <laughs> Toy Story exactly. 4. It was really good. Tell me about you crying now. <laughs> Let me see them. Let me see them to you. And I know you, I know you cried too. Um, speaking of people going through stuff together. Um, talking about the core? With, the time we watched the core together? No, I'm not talking about the time we watched the, the core. The core makes 
people cry. It's a sad movie. <laughs> I'm talking about the episode of Scrubs where Laverne dies. <sighs> yep. <laughs> <sighs> I'm very... Yep. So, correct me if I'm wrong. After she passes, like two episodes later, there's the new nurse that he refers Laverne to again. as Laverne again, because it looks like Laverne again. Isn't that the same actress, though? It is. Um, but Why? I think that it. it <laughs> well, she's only she's only in it like it's like a, it's literally just a small gag, and that's it? it. Like oh, she's okay. she's not in the show. It's gotcha. It's, it's like a dumb thing. Yeah. Okay. What scrubs making dumb jokes? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, that show made me cry a lot. It's a sad show. It's a sad show. Bryn Fraser. Ugh. Oh my god. Where do you think we are right now? I was. Oh, I was. Li- cry, I was cry, literally cry, about to be cry, like. Cry, I, was, cry. <laughs> I was about to say the same thing to you when when JD goes, "Where do you think we are right now?" And I was like, "Oh." <laughs> so I watched those movies. Um, like you said earlier, started playing Apple Arcade. Um, I started. I mean, I started like ten minutes ago. Um, I've been. Pl- I've taken today to plan for a new D and D campaign. I'm running um, at my house. Very excited. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I'm cheating on your group. Cheating on the. <laughs> cheating on the soldiers of fortune. Wow. Um, no, it's gonna be small. It's gonna be me. It's gonna be my wife. She's the one you should be upset about. Talking about, I'm never playing D and D again. <laughs> Here uh-huh. she is. She, she playing the she playing the same character. She playing a, um another druid, um, and then it's uh, I think she was just starting to figure out the druid. Yeah, but now and she, then now she, she quit playing because the baby. Well, because she just started to turn into a tiger, and that was really cool. That was really cool. That circle of the moon is really op. Like looking at it now. Yeah, but um, it's us two, and then um this uh couple friend we hang out a couple friend. These married couple people, friends. couple. Well, it's not a couple of friends. It's like these married people. No, I understand. It is, it is a couple. No, friends. no, no. I don't think you understand. <laughs> it's a husband and wife. You're making me so mad. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Let me mansplain this for you real fast. <laughs> a couple meaning just two who are together in holy matrimony. I um, wish I could punch you through. The- <laughs> <laughs> your but no, they're coming over and um. Playing some D and D, fun. So we're gonna replay, but they don't know. Uh, we're gonna just replay Storm King's Thunder, but I'm just gonna move some things around so Megan's not, you know, guessing like, what's like, gonna hey, happen. Hey, hey, hey! I remember this. She's not gonna remember. It's, it's not. Are you gonna shorten it, or are you still gonna make them play for five years? So I think what will honestly happen is that this game will go faster in pace because of a there's less people. B, it's going to be in person. That's so much faster. It is. Because just being online itself has those challenges. And then getting, God, what's it now? Seven people together God, is yeah, difficult. It's very difficult. Especially what happened now. We essentially split the party. We got to figure that out. I think, yeah, I just, I don't want it to be split long. I just. No, I, it's. The one I got planned should only take like a session or two, just depending I on think, what happens. I just think I think Tim's stubborn. <laughs> no, it wants to make sure he takes care of the town. Say, <laughs> so, listen, my character's my character's brother is in danger. <laughs> I mean, makes sense. 
Makes sense. I mean, it does. Yeah. It, it's a hundred percent in character for both of us. So it's not a big deal. Um, but really people thought, don't know what we're talking about. So no, I really huh? thought, I really, really thought Chris and Je- Josh were going to fight. I was super pumped, <laughs> but I texted Chris this week and I was like, Hey, don't, don't be down on yourself with everybody ragging on you for your character. That was me like a month yeah. ago. <laughs> <sighs> so that is what I've been doing. I, I do some form of Dungeons and Dragons every week. It's constantly on my mind. It might be a condition. I don't know. I think it might be time to look into other uh, types of tabletop role-playing games. So you mean like like Pathfinder? Like different iterations of D&D or like different games Com- all like together? completely different games all okay, together. Okay, okay. So oh, this is not my I'm, because Because I've started listening finally mm-hmm. to Friends at the Table, which I told you about before. Right, right. So they have... Um, and it was hard to get through because they, they literally have a preface episode where mm-hmm. the um, where the GM says like, hey... Our first three episodes are really rough to listen to. If that's something you can't do, you know, listen to the, you know, he, he yeah. gives you something to listen to. But I wanted to like start from the beginning, beginning. So I listened to their like two and a half hour, like world building episode and everybody's using like USB mi- headphone yeah. mics. And so, yeah. so basically what our first episode of this podcast sounded like. Mm-hmm. So I finally got through that, but it was not like I'm forcing myself to do it. I just... If I'm going to listen to this, I want to start from the beginning. Right. And what I what I what I've learned about what game they're playing, I've liked so far. Are they playing standard fifth edition D and D? Are they playing something? Different? No, they're playing something else. I, God, I can't remember. I'll have to look it up. So, but it, that's what kind of and and Austin Walker is the guy, mm-hmm. and he's the GM, and he has GM'd for the past like four um, Christmas breaks. Mm-hmm. On another podcast that I listen to, um, the Giant Beast Cast, right. done by GiantBomb.com, they do like a they take a Christmas break, but during that break, they all get together on Discord mm-hmm. or Skype or whatever, and they do a um, tabletop role playing game adventure, and they just do one isolated, real short, yeah, thing. A, a one shot, yeah, a one shot. And Austin has led that the past couple of years, but each one shot the characters have stayed but they've done a different game every time so it's been really interesting to see them do that so um just to see all the different types of games that are out there that use the same formula really Mm -hmm. interesting yeah no there's there's a ton of tabletop role-playing games that are just not as well known as dungeons and dragons is yeah um there is one I've been interested in. It's called Mutants and Masterminds. It's essentially D and D, but superheroes. Oh, I'm so down. So that'd be really <laughs> cool. And you know, I've been brainstorming a Pokemon D and D kind of game. And there's there's two different ones. There's Pokemon Tabletop, and there's like Pokemon Tabletop United or Pokemon Adventures Tabletop United. Something. It, they're they're a little too cumbersome for us, I right. think. And so um, I've been play testing an idea where Ooh. you get just a Pokemon and we just pretend it's kind of like, uh, like druids with their, uh, animal companion or wild or, um, rangers with their animal companion. So, so I am, I have been talking to Amy's cousin, Evan. Yeah. Um, and I've seen 
he is actually, you know, big into D&D. He's also big into Pokemon D&D, and I've seen him post a lot about it. Mm-hmm. I'm messaging him right now to see if he would want to come on Yo. an episode and talk, and talk to us about Pokemon Dude, D&D. Dude, no. Have him come play a game, like GM a game for us. That'd be so cool. How much fun that would be? Yo, I'm down for it. And we could do it in November for Pokemon Sword and Shield. Sha, 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 sha. That was my sound of a sword, everyone. I sha, like sha, shying. Sha, sha, sha. Sha, sha, shying. <laughs> I'll sha, sha, shy you. <laughs> you better watch out. Okay, so that's all. We're rambling a lot. <laughs> We're rambling super hard. I was thinking today, it's like, this is going to be a short episode. Nah, there's never. There's never a short episode. There's never. We're sorry. You know what? That's a lie. I'm not sorry. I like talking to my pal. That's my friend over there. <laughs> Me too. That's why we're doing this. I'm over there like pointing um, at the computer screen. Like, yeah, it's like they, that's you. my boy. <laughs> that's over my there. boy. My You're boy my blue. boy, Blue. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so okay. tell me about how, uh, talk to me about this disappointing Pokemon live stream. Oh, let's get into the news. I'm going to preface that. It's news time. Hit me with a song. It is the news. It is the news. Time for the news, time for the news, time for the news, copyright. <laughs> gonna get, gonna get sued. Gonna get sued. Um, I like how we have a, we're gonna get sued song now. Oh, that's um, I'm, I'm okay for it. Don't worry, I'll just mute that whole part out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hit me with, hit me with a new song. Dead air. <laughs> Dead air. <laughs> BJ must be it's really like, shy today. I just put put my voice back in there. Hey, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. This was copyrighted information. <laughs> uh, yeah, so get into the news. Tell me about this Pokemon live stream. So we had a 24-hour Pokemon live stream of this one shot of a new area called the Glenwood Tangle Forest uh, in the Galar region of the new um, RPGs, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Um I watched all of like five minutes of it, basically. It's just that one shot. Think of like, for for my hunters out there, when you have your deer cameras, is that what they're called? Deer cams? Um, wood, your wood yeah, surveillance? That, yeah, that's fine. Forest surveillance p- cameras? And you have of like... <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot more. Um, but you have that shot of the woods and you see what animals come. It's essentially the same thing, but Pokemon... Um, it had a couple Pokemon pop around and, uh, for 24 hours, people were watching it. There was a guy, uh, his name is Joe Merrick. He is the creator. And I want to say like the sole worker on probably not true of Cerebi.net. Um, Mm -hmm. very, very, um, well-respected Pokemon website out there. Um, that, that poor man watched all 24 hours. (laughs) He was live tweeting the whole thing. He was like, God, what have I done? There goes the same Pokemon again. God, what have I done? That sort of thing. Yep. Um, and so by the very end, they did a couple teases of a new Pokemon. And by the end, they pretty much showed uh, this unicorn, think uh, My Little Pony-esque looking Pokemon. And everyone's saying it is um, going to be the Galarian version of Ponyta. But it hasn't been confirmed yet, which I thought was weird. I, I thought too. I thought um, they would have done their little like fifty second little like uh, commercial at the end, say like, Galarian Ponyta. It's this type and this yeah. type. Mm-hmm. But nothing. It was. Yeah. 
I saw a tweet and it was like what I imagined the 24 hour live stream to be like. And it was like all these Pokemon yes. just kind of like coming through. And so why would you do that? So I like the idea. I like the idea of the live stream. I think it's interesting. It's something that hasn't been done before. 24 hours is way too long. Yeah. Because it was, you know, just nothing going on for several minutes. Every now and again, you'll get um, a little impotent walk around. That's cute. That's whatever. But it's not worth watching a full day for. Um, I think it'd be cool if they made it almost like a like an old school screensaver. Where like kind of what they did, but more involved and like more different types of Pokemon, like a Pidgey mm-hmm. flyby or like a Pikachu run. Or, right. You and know. They had that, but it was just very far between. Like, it was yeah. very, very sparse. Um, I think if they did just a live stream for an hour and they just yeah. essentially just pushed all the Pokemon movements into that hour, it would have been good. Like I yeah. think I'll, they would have held retention a lot better. Um, I don't think they would have been as much of a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, that but, would have been a lot easier to digest than 24 hours. Right. But my, my only, I, I think the reason they did 24 hours is so anyone in the world could watch, you know what I mean? If they have the hour slot in Japan at like their six o'clock, it would be, you know, like 2 AM over here and Eastern. So I don't know. Yeah. But, I got you. I mean, it's still, still crazy. Though. Yep. Yeah, it's silly. Um, my last bit of spooky news is uh, a shirt design company called Original Stitch. Is um, they have Pokemon shirts. <laughs> there's there's no other better way to. They are they are button down collared like casual shirts, dress shirts, like business shirts, but they have. All 151 original Kanto Pokemon designs, and y'all, they look good. <laughs> they are. Yeah. I, have, I have to say, we looked at a lot of them before this episode, and they are really cool. <laughs> They're really cool, but they are a pretty penny of a fresh hundred dollars for a shirt. Yeah, that's so. That's a lot for a dress shirt. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. That's a lot for a dress shirt with Pokemon on it. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Especially if you're being ballsy at the office wearing your oh, parasect right. your parasect long sleeve shirt. Then you gotta explain to people why do you have that mushroom creature? Mm-hmm. You gotta, and you're like, oh, I see. It's a Pokemon. And it's not like it's it's like pictures of the Pokemon all over the shirt. It's like they actually do go in and, and do these really cool designs for each one. Mm-hmm. Like they all have these kind of different aesthetics to them, but still. Yeah. Um, I just think that's, so I, I kind of put it this ass. way. Like I have, I have this shirt and it's got Ron Swanson on it. I remember the it's shirt. a, it's a, but it's a short sleeve button down shirt. It's got all these like cool, like manly Ron stuff all mm-hmm. over it. It's like a Hawaiian shirt. That just has dude stuff on it, right? Yes. Um. So I kind of like it's I had you know because I like wearing ridiculous shirts sometimes. That shirt was sixty dollars. So that is literally like I feel like that's the cusp of if it was any more money, I don't think I would have bought it. Right. As a as a novelty shirt, granted, very comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, I love wearing that shirt, but you can't wear it everywhere. No, you can't go to a wedding. 
or yeah, want. You can't like wear it to work. Like even if you're wearing it like casually, mm-hmm. like I feel like I anytime I wear that shirt, I have to be doing something. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I wore it the morning of my wedding, you know, just like while we're like hanging out, getting ready and right. stuff. I wore it to go to the John Mayer concert. I wore, you know, like I wore it to go out and do stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel like at the house shirt. Right. And I feel like you would have to validate that kind mm-hmm. of thing with this Pokemon shirt as well. Yeah. But they do kind of flip it on its head to make it a dress shirt. Like you could probably wear that as a shirt to work. Oh, I have a banana shirt. I wear to work all Ex- the time. Right. But that banana shirt did not cost me a hundred dollars, right? So, so it's a it's it's, a, it's interesting and it's a big like kind of back and forth with the price point and the ridiculousness of wearing a Mewtwo t shirt or Mewtwo shirt. Yeah, they do look very nice, and I'm sure they put a lot of work into them. So oh, definitely, I don't know. So that's all for my spooky news. You got anything? Anything you want to lay uh, on me? I do have some news. I don't know if how spooky it is, but uh, Sony and PlayStation have come out um, just in the past uh, couple of days, and via like social media and a Wired article, they have released that the PlayStation Five will be coming in holiday twenty twenty. Oh, so they didn't do a big on stage announcement. They didn't do any. It was literally Very like low key. I the the first way I found out is I saw a tweet from Sony being like PlayStation Five Holiday Twenty Twenty and that's like all it said and I was like interesting uh, oh <laughs> interesting yeah so I I mean it got the point across I didn't have to yeah. sit through a press conference yeah I, we Maybe. all kind of thought it so anyway yeah yeah there's no point in doing a big rigmarole for something they knew. We all yeah. kind of had a feel and it's for, not, and they didn't they didn't post pictures of the console or the controller or anything. It was just an announcement. Hmm. So I think that at if they come back to E three this year, um, then that's where they'll do like the this is the console, oh, this no is the controller. Yeah. Um, here are gonna be the the exclusive games or something. Pop- which mm-hmm. some people are talking about. Early. Some people are talking about Horizon Zero Dawn two being a launch game. If it is, who boy, I'm gonna I'm gonna get one on launch because yeah. I love Horizon Zero. Dawn. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's I mean that's the the biggest piece of news for me this past week is that they're actually like it's happening. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's so um, interesting. And they just do a tweet. It's kind of like a whisper. Like, hey, by yeah, the way, it's happening. Hey, 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 we're doing that thing. You were right the whole time. um and as far as other news uh ghost recon breakpoint is out um Mm -hmm. i played the super early like beta maybe even an alpha at that point Mm -hmm. um with maddie months ago um and we i remember having the best time because uh we (laughs) it was just like glitch the game like yeah. you know what i'm saying like yeah. it was just so buggy and so because mm-hmm. we just had the best time with it and seeing some video gameplay now of it i'm like good lord this looks like a different game really? um it's i mean the video that i saw that somebody captured i mean it looked stunning hmm. like beautiful um so 
I kind of want to get it and get into it. I have like 5,000 other things to play. So <laughs> it, it might take a seat until it goes on sale or something like that. But mm. I'll eventually take a look. It's I on think. your list. Yeah. But as far as news goes, that's all I got. Hmm. Well, it's pretty crappy. That's what I got to say. <laughs> I, I love you so much. You know what else is pretty crappy? What's pretty crappy? Really, really terrible horror movies. Ah, really terrible horror movies are crappy. Pretty, pretty bad, terrible horror movies. Hey, Griffin. <laughs> hey, Beach. You want to do a whole episode where we talk about terrible horror movies? <laughs> oh, that sounds like a great idea. Let's do that right now. <laughs> For those who couldn't uh, catch on to our witty banner, our <laughs> topic this week is we're talking about terrible horror movies and just really just digging into them. Just getting if our, we, uh, getting our if we teeth do, into them. If we do an episode about horrible, great transitions, that's going to be on. There. I thought that was pretty, pretty, it, you, pretty you did a great job. Just <laughs> um, laid it in there. So, <laughs> you and I kind of, you, I, and our friend group mm-hmm. um, growing up have have and had a large appreciation for bad horror movies. And it's all in my opinion, thanks to you. Thank you. (laughs) Because uh, we had, we had this place in Bainbridge called video warehouse. Yo, video warehouse. (laughs) Yo, shout out to video warehouse. Um, It was like a knockoff movie gallery. And um, we, would go in periodically like if we were all getting together and wanted to watch a movie and we would all go in together and bj would make it his self-proclaimed mission to find the worst looking movie he could find in there it wasn't hard in a place called video warehouse it was not hard um but we had watched some pretty great and terrible movies uh growing up together so i thought this was a really fun topic to talk <laughs> about cuz it's something that's been so instilled in our friendship um so tell me about your movie so the movie i chose when we discussed you know what is the, the worst horror movie you can think of um is a movie from 1997 it's um, IMDb's tags for like its genres are drama, mystery, sci-fi. I agree with sci-fi. <laughs> I disagree with the other. <laughs> you two. don't think you don't think it's traumatic or what mystery? I I do not. <laughs> it's it's not. I would not say like spook horror. It is definitely in the vein of slasher, gory horror um my movie is 1997's cube directed by vincini i'm gonna say this wrong vincenzo vincenzo we'll go with that that's that's how i read that vincenzo natale so sorry vincenzo um written by um andre belechgu vincenzo natale again and Grammy Monson. Um, I believe this was a movie that was actually in Norway before yep. it came to America. Um, the Netherlands. I see that here on the IMDb page. Mm-hmm. It 
is booty. <laughs> Which I, is funny to hear you say that because it's got a 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb. Well, I don't believe it. Um, it's got several nominations and awards, too. From, place, from places I've never heard of. I've never heard of the Genie Awards. But it's got a sixty set, or I'm sorry, sixty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, not, I mean, not the worst. So the idea is, it is a six strangers are wake up in this uh, essentially a Rubik's cube, a large Rubik's cube where every room is a death trap, and they, they try to get out. And I rewatched it today, and I tried hard. I tried hard to watch it, and I just couldn't. <laughs> and I used to think this movie was a junk when I was a kid, too. Golly. I remember watching this as a kid, and it was around the time when I was like getting brave enough to watch horror movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I watched this, and I just thought, gore, like over-the-top, obviously 90s effects gore equal to good right and the very first scene is a uh, guy who speak doesn't speak at all he gets, gets no lines and he's crawling through the different rooms and um he steps in and he, it goes whoosh, and he like is diced it's like hand falls apart oh, and it's, it's just like slowly like mincemeat just falling to pieces and then <laughs> the title comes up cube <laughs> He got cubed. He got cubed. Wow. Oh my goodness. It it was rough. And the, each each doorway to the different rooms has these numbers on it. And apparently one of these girls is a mathematician. Because that oh, hurt. Lord have mercy. And she's like, oh, they're prime numbers. They go through like two rooms. <laughs> They go through two rooms, and she's like, if it's a prime number, it means it's safe. Two rooms in, this guy, <laughs> this guy who is a a prison escape guy, like that, he is known to be a great prison escape artist. Where gets, does they get these people? I don't know, but it gets like face melted by acid. <laughs> it's so Stupid Griffin. <laughs> it's so bad. How far, how long did you make it in today when you tried to rewatch I, it? No, the whole movie played. The uh, whole you movie just played. Didn't pay attention. I did pay attention. I I tried earnestly for like thirty minutes out of the hour and thirty minutes that it runs. So I got a third of the way, and nice. I I looked at the things I could have been doing, and I was like, I'm going to do these while I'm uh listening, and. Next thing I knew, there was a lot of different things that happened, and one guy got out, and that's it. What um, would you say mm-hmm. if I told you there's another cube? Oh, movie. I know, I know. There's a it's second called cube. cube squared hypercube. I owned that film as a kid. <laughs> oh my lord! It it's <laughs> it's the same. It's the same concept, but the cube just looks nicer. <laughs> Like cube, the original cube, 
it's like these green and red and Rubik's cube, Rubik's cube colors. And sometimes it's kind of hard to see cube squared hypercube. It's all white. So it's very easy to see the blood and stuff. And apparently there's a third one. I Oh, I don't even want to know. I think it is. Oh, is it cube zero? I think it is. Yeah. Looking at these pictures, they did a third one. Lord. I, um, I try to look at the actors and actresses for some sort of just like almost like validation of like, hey, at least this guy was in it. I looked through every person of the original Cube, every actor and actress Mm -hmm. out of all nine because there's not a lot of people in this movie and no one's in anything I like would have ever heard of. (laughs) uh, The closest was a guy named Julian Richings and he he was Lore Elm and Man of Steel. He was in the Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief. That movie. He was the fairy. Mm-hmm. He was the ferryman. If that means anything to you. Okay. And that's it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Cube. Yeah. You want to watch a gory movie that plot makes no sense? Cube. Oh, weird. I have a movie that's all gory in the plot and makes no sense. No, 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 no. <laughs> the, movie you have, the movie you have is a cinematic masterpiece. Oh, Lord. God, it's such trash. Um, so, <clears throat> the movie I have to talk about today, um, I, have I have to... I have to I talk ha- about... I, <laughs> I have two movies. The first, I when we talked about this topic is the first thing that came to my mind. I have talked about this movie at length with many people in my life. And I say, my friend BJ made me watch this movie multiple times. Um, so the movie I'll talk about is Hobo with a Shotgun. It is a two, 2011 movie. Um, something I learned today while researching this movie. So do you remember the movie Grindhouse that came out? Yeah. So... It's that movie was an homage to the Grindhouse era films. Mm-hmm. And for that movie, there were fake movie trailers before that movie. Okay. There, it was like built into the movie. Mm-hmm. In Canada, one of the fake movie trailers was Hobo with a Shotgun. Yo. And that's where this movie was came from because of the response that that fake trailer got. People are like, I would watch this. Apparently. <laughs> um, so since you did it on IMDb, the text of this movie are action comedy horror. I can agree with that. I, I agree, agree with I that agree too. With those. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure we, if you've listened to this podcast, you know that I am not a horror movie person. I just get scared and I don't like it. <laughs> Um, but this movie, I think the first time we watched this movie, was it at the farm? It was at the farm. I remember it like Um, it was yesterday. So my, um, growing up, we have a cabin out on some land that my family owns and we just call it the farm. We don't, the only farming we do there is we lease out, uh, land for paper companies to cut pine trees, but that's it. We don't do any farming. Um, but we had this cabin there that we would always go visit during when we were in high school. Um, and didn't have anything else better to do. We'd stay there like all weekend. 
Um, and we used to take horrible movies to watch out there. So this was one of them. The plot of the movie is in the title, Hobo with a Shotgun. Um, so IMDb says a homeless vigilante blows away crooked cops, pedophile Santas, and other scumbags with his trusty pump action shotgun. So he's basically sounds great. Yeah, he's he's a homeless guy who is just killing bad people with a shotgun. Um, it was hard to describe this as a horror. I just remember it being overly gory. Mm-hmm. I mean, overly gory. Um, it's very much in that grindhouse aesthetic of just being stupid gory. But there are. Um, there are some tense moments in this movie, you know, that just kind of stick with you. Um, one of them in particular was at kind of the beginning of this movie, like one of the main bad guys, the way he would kill people is he had this manhole cover Oh my gosh, that, yes. that had that, like he could put around people's necks and then drop them into manholes. And so their head, they're just hanging by their head. And as as if that wasn't enough to kill them, he would take this like wreath made of barbed wire <laughs> and put it over their head while they're locked into the manhole cover and attach the other end to a car and then drive away and it basically just cut their head off. And so that's how the movie starts. Just gets better just gets better from there i cannot in good faith recommend this movie to anyone oh no growing up and like seeing for what it is i can't either no it's absolutely horrific but if this is what you're the kind of crazy bad movie you're looking for this is it um just for the pure like just ridiculous factor and the impact that this movie has had on our friendship. I had to mention it. Obviously. Um, the second movie that I would like to mention, um, is a movie that is not necessarily a bad movie, but I have to mention it because of the way we watch this movie together. Okay. The name of the name of this movie is the woman in black. Starring Daniel Radcliffe, also known as uh, the boy with the scar on his forehead, Harry Potter. Yes. The boy who lived. That That was his name, I forgot. (laughs) The boy who lived. Um, This movie is an actual horror movie. It has jump scares. It has tension. It it is scary. Um, If I had watched this in any other circumstance, then I would not be including it. But we watched this um, all together. (laughs) <laughs> and people say if you watch a horror movie with friends, it turns into a comedy. Mm-hmm. That's what happened with this movie. I don't remember this. That's we watched it in the clubhouse. Um, yes. The house, <laughs> which is the house behind our friend Taylor's house <laughs> that we, it was a, basically a storage shed that we turned into a place where we hang out. So first off, you are underselling the clubhouse a hundred percent. That I'm thing sorry. had air conditioning. We ran cable to that bad boy. We we had the the neon boot for lighting. Yep. We yep. had that the Eno. Boot. We had the Eno that was connected. I hooked safely. that. I hooked into the studs, <laughs> dude. It was 
the double Baller. decker couch. Yo, because of the bus, the bus van seat, the bus, the bus seat. Uh, I miss the clubhouse. I know it's in shambles. I miss the now. clubhouse too. Um. Anyway, we watched this movie in the clubhouse, and we had a lot of people in there. There's like ten of us. Yeah. Um. And man, we just kept the whole time. We'd be like, Harry, don't go in there. Expecto Patronum. Like anytime he'd see the woman in black. And mm-hmm. it was just like the perfect way to watch that movie, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Because it completely flipped the movie on its head. Where else is supposed to be a movie about this murder mystery of the woman and her son and all this stuff. Well, it turned into us making fun of Daniel Radcliffe who did a perfectly adequate job acting in that movie. Yeah, no, he, he's a really good actor. Like he's done some different stuff besides Harry Potter and stuff. I think the big issue was, is that this movie came a year after the final Harry Potter films. Yeah, it was his lit. I'm pretty sure it was his next major motion picture he did some like stage acting after harry potter but yeah. this was the first movie yeah it was so just, it was very much was like too soon yeah no it literally is harry potter and deathly Hallows part two the woman in black like mm-hmm. it was it was too too close and like the setting was very similar to mm-hmm. they were both it was set like, in england like, um yeah uh, like 1800s right and then you know harry potter its whole aesthetic feels older even though it's not as set in modern times but just how the wizards and witches dressed right um but bless his spirit <laughs> bless his heart <laughs> so i know that there are other like if you look at a list of like what are the best bad horror movies? There's like Jason X, Troll 2, um, some of these other just like huge, like everybody. They're like the bad, uh, uh, Nicolas Cage's Wicker Man. Uh. <laughs> like like movies like that. But these, I think, so Cube, Hubba with a Shotgun, and Woman in Black all have a special place in our hearts because mm-hmm. of us watching them. If you want to go watch these movies, please be my guest, but please understand what you're getting yourself yeah. into. Um, so this part of the show is a little bit shorter than it normally is, but I think we made up for it earlier in the episode. Um, if you have a move, a bad horror movie that you love for one reason or another, we would love to know, uh, tweet it at us at the best pal cast. Yeah. Let us know what is your bad horror movie suggestions maybe we can watch it or maybe we can not watch it because we have some things planned for later in this month Yo. um so if you have any let's just let's bring it up let's talk about what let's play all the cards <laughs> on the table real fast let's lay them all uh, um so later in this month we ha- we are having an idea um for recording ourselves watching a horror movie um together so we'll have the audio that we're planning on putting up on our podcast feed um and we are trying to do some obs and capture our screens of us watching this movie together but separate Mm -hmm. um and the reason i bring that up now is because if you have any suggestions for what movie we should watch we are completely open to suggestion anything on netflix hulu um amazon prime anything like that 
let us know. Uh, we'd be happy to take that into suggestion because right. we think this would be a cool opportunity to watch two scaredy cats watching a horror movie say, together. I can't, I can't tell you more how much of Freddy cats we are when it comes to <laughs> horror movies. <laughs> oh, he's right. I hate him. <laughs> I, you, you will be watching me clinch a pillow because I <laughs> don't do scary movies. I pray we'll time it where we can watch it in the daytime. <laughs> Oh man! Can yeah, I, that's can't have my family see me cry. <laughs> You're the man, the man of this house. Miles is gonna just—he's quick. He'll be like, "Nah, he a wimp." I'm in charge now. Just <laughs> kidney punches me, takes me out, takes you out. Um, anything else you want to close us with? No, no, that's it. Just shoot us um, a tweet about what movie you suggest we should watch to watch us cry and scream. Um, yeah, you can follow us on. Twitter at the best podcast. You can tweet us as there. You can follow us on Facebook. You can listen to this episode on iTunes as well as Spotify and Stitcher. I always forget Stitcher. If you want yeah. to listen to us in a different way and somehow you heard us here, but you don't like it, let us know. Where else do you want to hear us? Cans? Yeah. Can system with the string? We'll work yeah. it out. I could I could I could set that up. Smoke signals? Hmm. We'll find out. <laughs> I, I bet that there is a website that you could trans or you could type something out and submit it and it would show a virtual smoke signal. I bet you five dollars. That probably is. Yep. So we'll <laughs> if you want that, we'll try to do that too. <laughs> we'll see. All right. That's all I got today for this spooky episode of Spooked Over. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right, my friend. All right, friend. I had a great time. I love you. I love you. And yeah. Hey, yeah. tell your friends you love them. Don't be scared. I just did. Um, now I meant like everybody love you. Anybody listening out there, hug your friends. Hug them. Um, hug them. Tight. And have a great week. We'll yeah, be man. back here same time, same place. Spooktober. Bye, gang. Bye. Girl, you gonna be so scared. You gonna be scared, boy. You gonna pee your pants. 